Welcome to Quick Crime, 15-minute podcasts that focus on the intriguing details of a crime. Today's episode is on the murders of Donna Winger and Roger Harrington. The details presented in this podcast come from an episode of the TV show Forensic Files. August 1995. 32-year-old Donna Winger and her infant daughter Bailey flew into St. Louis Airport after spending the week in Florida visiting her parents. During the ride home, the shuttle van driver, Roger Harrington, drove erratically and exceeded the speed limit. He also said he heard voices telling him to kill people. When Donna was home, she documented the details of the incident. She felt her life and the life of her daughter were in the hands of a nut. When Donna and her husband reported the incident to the shuttle van company, Roger Harrington was suspended. The Winger family hoped that this would have been the last of their involvement with Roger Harrington, but they were wrong. Springfield Police Emergency Operators received a phone call. Disconnects. The emergency operator calls back. Hello, Winger. Yes, yes. This is the police department. We've got officers en route. I need to know what's going on there. My wife is dying on the floor. Okay, is she still alive? I think so. Okay, we've got ambulance en route and we've got police officers en route. Where is the gun? I left it on the table. It's on the table. It's on the table. Please, okay. God, please come here. We've got people on the way. Okay. Who is this man? I don't, I don't know who he is. He's still inside the house? Yes, he's laying on the floor. Okay, you I gotta hold my wife. I gotta get to my wife. Okay, are you Mark Winger? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Okay, and your wife is Donna? Yes, she is. When did the man come here? I, I don't know, a few minutes ago. Wait, I gotta get to my wife. Please, just let me get to my wife. I won't hang up, okay? Okay, we've got officers around. Okay, my door's open. Okay. Okay. When the police arrived at the Winger residence, they found Donna Winger face down on the dining floor. Roger Harrington lay only a few feet away on his back. Donna and Roger Harrington were rushed to hospital, but were both pronounced dead on arrival. (laughs) 
Mark Winger told the police that he was in his basement working out when he heard a commotion upstairs. He grabbed his pistol and ran to the hallway to find an intruder beating his wife Donna with a hammer. Mark then shot the intruder with his pistol and called 911. When the intruder was identified as Roger Harrington, Mark Winger indicated to the police that he had been stalking his wife and harassing his family. Roger Harrington's vehicle was parked at the front of the Winger residence. When questioned by police as to why Roger would have been at the house that day, Mark replied he had no idea. Donna's handwritten account of what happened in the van with Roger Harrington was on the refrigerator door. The police considered this as Donna's indication as to why she might have been the target of Roger Harrington's attack. Information provided to the police during Mark's interview also supported Donna's written notes. A background check on Roger Harrington revealed that he had a history of mental illness and had been hospitalised twice for psychiatric treatment. Police speculated that Roger Harrington was enacting revenge on Donna Winger for the complaint that she had provided to his employer which caused him to lose his job. The hammer that was used to attack Donna had originally been on the dining room table and was put there by Donna to prompt Mark for hanging up some photos. Also on the table was a packet of cigarettes and a coffee mug that belonged to Roger Harrington. After the investigation, Mark Winger was called a hero. He was trying to save his wife and protect their child from Roger Harrington. Mark responded back to the community with a newspaper article that was titled People's Compassion Deeply Appreciated and thanked the community for their support. Roger Harrington's family refused to believe that he was responsible for the attack and ultimately the death of Donna Winger. Roger's mother, Helen, said that she had never seen Roger be violent to anybody. Four years later, Mark Winger was married to his daughter's nanny, Rebecca Simic, and together they had three more children. Although four years had passed, Donna Winger's best friend, Deanne Schultz, was still having a difficult time accepting what had happened to Donna. Deanne was suffering from a deep depression and that she had to be institutionalised. Numerous treatments and medications were administered to help with her depression. However, she was keeping a secret and that she knew she could no longer continue to keep it. Deanne told the police that she had an affair with Mark Winger and that it started prior and continued after the murder of his wife, Donna. Deanne had indicated to the police that her depression was caused by her suspicion about Donna's death and that Mark Winger indicated to her that he wanted out of his marriage. But after Donna's death, Mark did not stay with Deanne, instead married Rebecca Simic, his daughter's nanny. When questioned by police about the affair, Mark claimed that although he did have an affair, Deanne was making the rest up, and that it was a fabricated lie to get back at him for breaking up with her. Hotel receipts and telephone records confirmed that the affair was true, as well as Deanne's indication that there was more to these murders 
the police were also faced with another discovery of discrepancy. Mark Winger had told the police that he had fired two shots into Roger Harrington, but a neighbour reported hearing a pause of about five minutes between the two shots. The 911 call to police also told a similar story. Is the man still in your house? Yes, he's laying there with a bullet in his head. Did you shoot him? Yes, I shot him. He was killing my wife. Mark Winger's phone call to the 911 operator distinctly says that there is a bullet in his head, not two. When listening closer to the 911 call, you can hear in the background the sound of a man moaning. Police believe that this was Roger Harrington. There was now suspicions as to what Mark did between when he hung up the phone on the 911 operator and then answered the incoming call from 911 to resume communications. A Lieutenant Doug Williamson always had nagging doubts about Mark Winger's story, but when trying to raise these concerns with his superiors, they disagreed and the case was closed. Lieutenant Williamson was bothered by the fact that the paramedics found Donna face down on the floor. If Mark really had held his wife in his arms, as indicated to the police, then why would he have left her face down on the floor? Crime scene photos taken before the victims were taken to the hospital showed the bodies were not in the position as described by Mark Winger. Roger Harrington's body was facing in the same direction as Donna's, which contradicts what Mark had indicated repeatedly during interviews, that when he shot Roger, he fell backwards. What might have been considered the final straw in the case was a multi-million dollar lawsuit that Mark filed against the shuttle company that employed Roger Harrington. Police then decided to reopen their investigations and explore the discrepancies. When police evaluated Mark's story and compared it with the crime scene photos, they realised that Mark indicated he fired twice into Roger Harrington. However, the bullet casings that got expelled from his gun were located in two different areas of the dining room and could not have been fired from the same location. On the floor there were two separate pools of blood from Roger Harrington. The smaller pool was where Roger Harrington was first shot, but then later his body was turned over and shot again. Roger Harrington's body was not in a position that would have been physically possible without some kind of levitation or backflip after being shot by Mark Wenger. This combined with the neighbor's statement of a pause between shots led the investigation to believe that Mark had fired his second shot while Roger Harrington lay dying on the dining room floor. Police then focused on the hammer which was used to attack and kill Donna Winger. With the assistance of a world-renowned forensic bloodstain pattern analyst, Tom Bevel, they analysed the crime scene evidence and discovered some shock finding. Roger Harrington's shirt contained blood that was only of his own, and that if he was crouched over Donna Winger's body while hitting her with a hammer, as told by Mark when he discovered Roger in the act, then there should have been blood from Donna on Roger's shirt too. Finally, there was bloodstained cast-off spatter 
on Mark Winger's shirt that was consistent with being in a location above Donna's body when she was attacked, and not from the location where Mark indicated he was when he found Roger allegedly attacking her. Police also found evidence that Mark Winger had invited Roger Harrington to come over to his residence that day. There was a phone call to Roger that was received by Roger's housemate, and a note in Roger's car with the Winger's address and a time, 4.30pm. Mark Winger was called a hero in 1995 for fatally shooting an intruder who he claimed was attacking his wife. But four years later, there was now a drastic change of opinion, and Mark Winger was charged with the murder of his wife Donna Winger and Roger Harrington, the shuttle car driver. Mark Winger's motive was partially financial. Donna had a $200,000 life insurance, and Mark was also suing the shuttle bus company. Mark may have gotten away with his murders had he just not been too greedy and decided to sue the shuttle bus company, which caused a need to reinvestigate the murders. Mark had performed the perfect crime, and due to his greed, he blew it. The evidence shows that Mark invited Roger Harrington over to his house to discuss a matter relating to the shuttle incident. Roger Harrington showed up at 4.30, which was the time he wrote down on the note, and walked in with his coffee cup and cigarettes. It's suspected that Mark Winger led Roger Harrington into the kitchen to show him a note written by Donna, and then pulled a gun on him and ordered him onto his knees. He then fired a single shot into Roger's head. The next door neighbour heard the shot. So did Donna Winger, who ran to investigate and then attempted to flee, which was when Mark hit her over the head with a hammer and caused the cast-off blood spatter on his shirt and not on Roger Harrington's. Mark then called 911 to report the intrusion, but he then needed to hang up as he realised Roger Harrington was still alive. Instead of going to his daughter's room, as indicated to the operator, Mark Winger turned Roger over and shot him once more in the head. This was when the neighbour heard the second shot, after a five-minute pause of the first. Mark Winger not only murdered his wife and attempted to frame Roger Harrington, but he also executed Roger when he realised that Roger may survive. Although Mark Winger maintained his innocence, he was tried and convicted of two counts of murder and sentenced to life in prison without parole. You have been listening to Quick Crime. Don't forget to subscribe or follow for future episodes. The information presented in this podcast is a summary only. Details can be found by listening or watching the original content at its provider, which is mentioned at the start of this podcast.